that is what I think we can do as children of God by speaking the truth. And when people come to, well, we to, are supposed to speak the truth in love, right? Oh, in so, love. So, so in at love. what point do we? Uh, at what point can we identify what is being speaking enough and what is not? Because whatever we fail to do as Christians has ripple effect on the development of any nation. So, so at what point can we faithfully say that we are speaking the truth uh, in love, but not being actively participated? So, for example, if they are to say they're early today uh, against one of the injustices that happened and I don't show up, and I say, well, we will continue to pray for them. Now, let's take that idea so the good thing is that all three of us here, we are from Africa, right? So I'm going to use that now and dump it on Africa. So let's take that to Africa and Nigeria in particular. So right now there is kidnapping. There is a uh, uh, banditry and Boko Haram, all these terrorist people and stuff. But it's not because people don't know about it. And it's not the absence of Christianity in the politics that we will say, well, you know, the Christians are not there. And so... Uh, we can only continue to pray for them. But we have them there. Uh, is it because they're not taking action as it should be? Or because they're doing something but it's not being manifested? What is going on here? That's for you, uh, Mr. Adedeyi. Oh, okay. Uh, you see, the thing is this. Uh, when the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. Jesus said, pray in this manner. Our Father in heaven, when we pray, do we pray for particular issues, on particular issues? You see, if you look at the Lord's prayer, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth. What is his will on earth? We leave that out, and like we have said, we said we are sons of God. We manifest the sons of God. And we do know that manifestations of evil abound. We know all, all those things. So when we pray, we are not just going to pray to say, Lord, send down your will and let's have your peace and all that, which is what most uh, denominations are praying. We have to say, even on kidnapping, let's just take it as an example on kidnapping what is your will of course we know god will not sanction kidnapping but god will put it in our minds what to do about it so the our action is also tied to the type of prayers we make so when we congregate on sunday and we pray for peace and harmony and the development you know and all that and all that uh yeah we feel happy we do that because you know and my own understanding of it is that when when you ask god to give you a word or a way to address kidnapping god can ask you to do something that you don't think you want to do so many people are afraid to concretize their prayers so if uh, you said let us do this thing on africa or nigeria for example so we say kidnapping we say kidnapping okay let us put it before god and say how do we address kidnapping god can say okay oh, you 
go and do so, 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 and so. When you now come up and say, this is what God told me to do, chances are that if it, if it is outside the bounds of a particular denominational liturgy, they will say that God has not spoken to you. They will condemn you. If you are not strong in your faith, you are likely to say, eh, okay, I don't want to offend the authorities in the church. Then you forget it. And I believe from some of the things that one has read and known, but there's a group in Nigeria called uh, uh, the something about apostles. I've forgotten the exact name. They are called something about the apostles. It is said that they meet every month and pray about certain issues and God will reveal certain things to them and they will put it down in an actionable form and present it to some government officials and that they have been doing it. Now, I know I've forgotten the name of it. So that is what I'm saying that when we pray, uh, that's why I use the example of the Lord's Prayer. The, well, your will be done on earth. My corner of the earth is in Nigeria, for example. So what is your will about Nigeria? And if God puts the will in my mind, and I now present it to people that, look, oh, this is what we should do. This is how God is leading me. And then 95% of the people say, you must be crazy. God cannot say that. And then I go and then hide my head somewhere and say, okay, okay. And then I still join them and we continue to pray every Sunday. And then things will start getting worse. So the issue is for those Christians, those believers who know their God, to resist being circumscribed by denominations. That is how the church can be revived. The church as we know it is just a collection of denominations that we know today. So, so to address that question, yes, go ahead. Okay, so, so uh, Dr. Oni, speaking of that, uh, we understand that we are an ambassador for Christ on this planet i'm sure there's no dispute about that in christendom and we are called to shine forth right let your light show shine right you are the sort of the word you are the light and all that but how do we get to shine in this world when we continue to put on hold our responsibility and things that we're supposed to do an example i should have started this let's talk about jesus long ago but i failed to do it because i keep thinking about if i do it and you know i started killing the dream on my own for example if we look at the sunday school book that we had in church today right fortunately enough i was the one that taught it and when i was doing the prep for it and he was talking about beware of dream killer and i was like okay i probably myself i'm the killer of my dream but this is one of my dream right here that we are doing and so how do we shine forth as christian in this world praise god if we, want to, if we want to shine for for christ in this world we have to obey him to the letters 
Like, I think uh, Brother Odede, he mentioned it that at times God, God might tell us to do something and it might look so stupid. But if you are sure that it is the Lord that has told you to do that, the, 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 the foolishness of God is wiser than, than men. So if it's God that has told you, you can be sure. I, before I came to to US, I, I have a pastor. The pastor came to our church, Pastor Muyamaku. He's a man under assignment. And I know the same things with Pastor Adu and our pastors. Whatever the Lord tells us to do, we have to go and do it. Because God knows why. Like when the Lord told you to do this, you are not the one doing it anymore. It is the Lord backing it up. And this little thing you have started now, you don't know what the Lord is going to use in it. So to go back to go back to your question, for us to shine as children of God, we must obey God to the letters. Whatever He tells us to do, we go and do it. Either it's foolish or you look stupid. It is God speaking, and God is in control. So even when we are talking, it is love. It is love that will make us to say the truth. Like when somebody comes to me now and uh, he comes for counseling and I say, oh, I don't want to offend him. So I don't tell the truth. It doesn't show love. So it is our love for God and our love for human beings that will make us to say the truth. That will make us to embark on the project that the Lord has given unto us. Because that project, we don't know what God is going to use it to do. We don't know the people that he's going to deliver. So there's so many things as children of God. For example, as a child of God, as much as possible, God has blessed us, not for us alone, but for people around us. We must not be selfish. And even the, the gospel, we must not be selfish about it. We must not be selfish about whatever God has blessed us with. So to shine for Christ, we must be obedient, we must be selfless, we must we must obey God to the letters, we must have faith in God, we must just look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Like, the Lord just dropped something in my heart. I've been hearing it before, but the Lord told me, said, seek him for the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you so seeking god seeking the kingdom of god first and his righteousness is doing his work is obeying him is is being selfless and doing whatever it tells us to do because in that the, 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 the gospel of god will be propagated because if we christian fail to do what we are supposed to do the world will just continue to go down but the lord will give us the grace so, so speaking of obey God to the letter, I'm going to come back after this lead me to Jesus segment. Mr. Reddy, yeah, I'm going to come back to you to talk about obeying God to the letter. And that question is that are we Christians, are we more than Christians obeying God to the letter? But before we go to that, uh, Dr. Oni, there is a segment on this program. It's called Lead Me to Jesus. It's a segment where whoever may watch this in the time to come or maybe watching right now and is yet to know the Lord, this is the segment where they get the opportunity to give their life to God. So I'm going to add that segment to you to do, just lead people to God 
and pray for them and then we'll move on uh with uh, mr Redeye answering my question on obeying god to the left okay praise god uh, i don't know as many as are, as are watching or listening to us um whatever we do in life is to the glory of god it's not for showmanship is for the glory of god and we know that the bible clearly tells us that jesus is the way the truth and the light there is no one that come to the that can come to the father except through jesus and the bible says that there is only one name that a man can be saved and it is the name of jesus so there is no name under heaven that has been given that a man can be saved except the name of jesus so i want to encourage as many as are on the line to if you have not known the lord i want to encourage you give your life to jesus because a life without christ is a life in crisis and how can you give your life to jesus jesus is waiting is at the door of your heart knocking that whosoever opens his heart and come to me i will come in and dine with him and my father so i want to encourage you because god loves the world he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life god loves you he wants you to give your life to jesus he does not want you to perish so if you are ready now to accept christ just say jesus i accept you i i recognize that the way i am living my life if i if i die or if anything happens god will not allow me into his kingdom and so it's an opportunity to say father please forgive me i want i want to relinquish all i've been doing in the past i want to accept jesus christ as my lord and savior so if you are there say that little prayer with me jesus forgive me my sins i want to accept you as my lord and savior i want to accept you as my lord and savior and if you have done that you'll be transformed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light and then the journey begins you continue to grow and continue to grow and the lord almighty will help you in jesus name father we want to bless you for as many as have given their life to christ i pray that you will give them the grace of obedience the grace to abide and become established in the name of jesus thank you lord for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen 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 thank you thank you so much man god bless you all right so mr Dr. Oni spoke about we should obey God to the letter. And so, to the modern day Christians, are we obeying God to the letter? Keep in mind the discussion for today, nation building and the role of Christians. Yes. Uh, that's a loaded question, which I don't think there is a particular answer to because i can't answer for you i can only answer for myself and uh, the way to answer it rather than trying to project an individual is to look at actually uh, matthew 5 16 which says let your light so shine before men 
that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Uh, the operative was there for me. It says, let your light, not you as an individual, let your light. If I say I'm a child of God, and therefore I radiate the light of God in me, that radiation of light is what is to be shown before men that they will now glorify the God in me. But what happens most of the time is that we show ourselves. Uh, well, uh, there is, uh, this man there is a man of God. He's so, what is the expression? He's so anointed. He can do this, he can do that. He can turn mountains into a flat land. He can do this. That's the kind of thing we see. But when the scripture says, let your light so shine before men, that is the light that God has given you on a particular problem. You are supposed to be the light. So if you look at it within the context of uh, today's thing, uh, nation building and the role of Christians, that means as a Christian, you should show true light on the darkness that is enveloping the land. So that anything you say, will bring understanding, will bring edification, will not become convoluted and will not become confused. So if you are if you are a Christian that are saying, okay, well, I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God, if my light is going to shine before men, because they will look at the source of your light. The world that is listening to you will look at the source of your light. So if I'm an academic, and I have a string of PhDs and uh, LLNs and all the rest of it. And then they say I should come and speak on some questions of law or constitution. And I start reeling out all these authorities and all the rest of them. They will clap and say, yes, that guy knows what he's talking about, right? Because they have seen the source of my knowledge. But if I say I'm a child of God, whether I have a string of degrees or not, and I start speaking, and I begin to throw light on the darkness that we are addressing, then they will look at what is the source of this guy's light, knowledge. That is God. He says it is God. I, as long as I don't say it is me, I say I'm a child of God, and, and I'm representing God and this. So they know. So that glorifies God. So in answer to your question, uh, when when christians now speak or address this nation building and what you get is more confusion then you can say eh -eh, that is not from god regardless of who is speaking if a christian speaks and talks about nation building and you don't even understand what a nation is it is not from God. I'm not the one speaking. I'm just interpreting this scripture in the light of my own understanding. So, uh, so because one of the ways that evil thrives is because of the lack of understanding. And the Bible says the lack of knowledge, you know, do this and that. So when you don't, when you don't increase the knowledge of people about an issue, it is not from God. You are just promoting your own life. So, so yes. So yeah, finish, in, finish, your, finish your line okay. of thought. In answer, again, in answer to the question, uh, well, if we look at it from that perspective, 
and then you find that in Nigeria, as we are limiting it to Nigeria, for the past 50 years, evil keeps compounding itself. And there are so where well, there are people, Christians in government, all true, and evil keeps perpetuating itself. It is not God that is causing the issue, it is simply because those who claim to represent God are not showing the light of God. They are showing their own personal light. Uh, so, okay, good. Um, so, Dr. Oni, he says that it, it is the people that are representing God. So, at what point, because the way I look at that is basically we have people in power that are selective obedient in in time of politics now so how can we combat selective disobedience in christendom because whatever we do in christendom whether we like it or not affect the world when we if we get it right in the christendom i'm sure the world will get it right just like if we get it right in every home then the nation will get it right but every home cannot get it right when christians are not getting it right so, how do we combat selective obedience in Christian in Christian in Christendom within the question that we are talking about nation building and the role of Christians? Praise God. Well, uh, to combat that, you know, when we talk, it could be individualistic, it could also be corporate, because when 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 in the government, like my brother said, that there have been Christians in the government. It's just because they are not doing what God has sent them. So that's where I say individualism matters. So well, it, it, it takes the grace of God and it depends on that individual that is representing God in a particular place. For example, when we look at the life of um, Daniel, Daniel was a representative of God. He, will not, he did not compromise his faith. Despite persecution, he was ready to die for his faith. And the Lord helped him. And that's why as Christians, whatever we are going through, we should remember the word, word of God that says that we have not resisted temptation to the point of shedding blood. So a lot of things, a lot of circumstances confront Christians that can make them to, re, to denounce their faith. So where the body of Christ comes in is this, taking our salvation seriously. Taking our salvation seriously. Because I always look at the, the Christians in the book of Acts. It's like they are different Christians from, from the Christian that we are nowadays. And Jesus has not changed. It is the same Jesus. So we need to read our Bibles and follow the precept of God. The people in the book of Acts were first of all called Christians because they were like Christ. So, if the, so I believe this problem will be tackled one by prayers. Prayers. And I always remind God, I said, God, you said that you will build your church and the gate of fear shall not prevail. The gate of fear must not prevail in the body of Christ. If it is only two, three people that catch the revelation, we must pray. 
so that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ will not be brought to the mud. The, every church, every congregation, there must be seriousness. There must be prayer first and then preaching the Lord or truth in love, correcting ourselves in love, speaking the truth. If you see me now doing what is wrong, if you don't tell me the truth, it's because you don't like me. It's like you have a baby, you have a child, and you don't tell the child the truth. You don't bring up the child the way of truth. You know, it's, it doesn't show that you love the person. So I think taking our Lord Jesus Christ seriously in the body of Christ is very important and doing it in love, praying, and um, the Lord will help us. But there has to be a change in the body of Christ. Amen. All right. Thank you, man. So everybody that are watching us, this is Let's Talk About Jesus, where we discuss issues and challenges of life. And I am your host. I'm Solomon Oluwabiyi. Thank you for joining us. All right. So, Mr. Redeyi, speaking, uh, Dr. Oni mentioned Daniel, and Daniel was an advisor. So, if you look at Daniel from the view of advisor, um, of course, if we look at his life, you know, he was a prayer warrior person. He disobeyed the king faithfully because he was told not to pray because they, want, they were against him and all that. So, if we look at all that, right, and now an advisor. 